Welcome to the Colcast. We always knew this was going to be a big week and it proved to be monumental in our already short history. I'm your host Paul Squires and joining me this week is Gary Hansen. Hi mate. Hi mate, you okay? I'm very well, you okay? Yeah, good to Good, good, good. And our special guest this week is our left back, Franny Foy. Welcome mate. Hello mate. Hello, thank you for joining us on the show. Okay, so Saturday saw us play the biggest game of the season as we faced rivals Remaker in the playoff final, in which we came out triumphant 3-0 winners and secured our promotion to the Premier Division. Then just three days later, in our last game of the season, we made the trip to Fleetwood to take on Barnoldswood Town in the league's flagship cup tournament, and after seeing a battling display by our lads, we lifted the trophy to complete a historic travel in our debut season. Okay, so it's a quiz question first as always, and this is kind of to get ready for next season and get us thinking about the Premier Division next season, so if you've got your pens ready... Okay, so since the season 2000-2001, how many clubs have won the North West Counties Football League Premier Division and then obviously been promoted out of it, but have since been relegated back down and now find themselves back in there? Okay. Back in the Premier Division. Oh, back in the Premier in Division. The Premier Division now. Okay, yeah, so not excluding the promotional relegation at the end of this current season that we've just finished. Not excluding? Not not include and exclude so forget who's got relegated or promoted in the last week or so right because that's not been ratified by the uh, FA yet so you're basically saying the bottom three are included in the the choice yes Yes. okay question by the way okay right okay Okay. so have a think and uh, we'll, we'll come back to it at the end Alright, so okay, so before we get into the match discussion, um, we normally talk about the news from the Perps this week, and because it's the end of the season, have we actually got any? Uh, the news is that um, City of Liverpool have won three trophies. <laughs> Just in case anybody out yeah. there wasn't aware. In case anybody was completely living in a cave. I haven't picked it up on social media. Yeah. Uh, been in a cave for, for, for exactly. a week or so, but yeah, okay. Nice one. All right, so without a doubt, the most important 90 minutes of the season, many doubters could have claimed our season of failure based on just the result from Saturday's playoff final. But in true perp style, not only did we shut up a lot of critics with the results, Simon and the lads sent out a fair message that we definitely deserve to be playing footy at a higher level next season. So, um, Gary, I'd normally say at this point that nobody would have expected such a big scoreline, a lot myself included, we're anticipating a, quite a cagey cup final feel to it. But you actually predicted before the game that we'd win 3-0. I did. I did my Mystic Meg routine and um, suggested that it would be a 3-0 victory. So um, I'm just sorry that I didn't put a bet on. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But you were saying before as well, Franny, that you, you, you kind of... Yeah, you'd yeah, love to be 3-0. Yeah, we've got a group chat and I was saying, I think if we score early, obviously it didn't work out like that, we scored three. It was tight first half, but I said we'd score three or four. I really thought we were going to be... Not like that, three goals in yeah. ten minutes, but... But that was the kind of thing because the first half was, you know, pretty much expected. There was, um, it was quite cagey. There was a lot of battling. There was a lot of, obviously, rough tackles going in, yeah. the harsh tackles kind of thing. But it had that kind of feel to it that there was a lot on the line and maybe not nerves, but that, that, that everyone wants to go to it. And then it was literally like a sucker punch straight after second half when we got three quick goals and and it kind of just like knocked them out, didn't it? Yeah, as I say, the first goal and then we just getting a quick second goal. That was the end of it. Yeah. They, most of their players just saying play for pride and stuff like that at 2-0 down so they couldn't believe yeah. they, they didn't believe they were going to get back into it themselves so it was weird really because when you consider the uh, Bush Cup final which was not a great spectacle of a game mm. um, and obviously that was the first final we'd ever been in and it was quite cagey it was quite a cagey affair wasn't it it was only a 1-0 victory to um, to go into that playoff final, which was the be-all and end-all, really, of what we needed to do this season. That was the aim, that was what we wanted, regardless of the Cups. 
you always knew that it was going to be a competitive game against Liverpool because the, all, all the matches that we played against them have been majorly competitive. Um, so when it was nil-nil, there was like a bit of nerves kicking in, I think, with the crowd because you think, bloody hell, there's 45 minutes here. And, and, and um, the result of our long slog of the season is resting on 45 minutes. So to have such a... A turnaround in like nine minutes or so to 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 um, give us that victory was just immense. It sounds a bit of a weird one, kind of thing. But can you put anything? Did you think it was anything specifically that that, that had to do with us? Was it a case of those conversations at half time, where it was like let's go out and just hit them on the you know attack quickly? I or? think obviously Simon, Sam, Dunny, and Phil, they, they were quite calm in the in the dressing room at half time. Just keep playing the same way. A goal will come. Because since I've sat, since I've we've always seen to be stronger second half. Yeah. Anyway, we, we've seen to score a lot of goals in the second half of games. I don't know whether we start slow and then whether that's fitness or anything like that. But we, we do. We always seem to score a lot of goals second half. Which you saying that actually? I was actually important. looking at the study of the league's website today, and I think it's something stupid like 25-30% of all of our goals have come after the 70th minute. Yeah. Mm. So that just proves that it might well be down to something like fitness and yeah. you know, things like that, yeah. or lack of fitness on our opposition. But it also be... highlights the fact that the team go for the whole 90 minutes, doesn't yeah. it? And don't give up. And it's, um, I'm just wondering whether the, the the noise of the crowd had anything to do with it, because obviously. It was a massive crowd, 1,303, wasn't it? So uh, the vast majority of them, over a 1,000, would easily have been our fans. And the noise, I mean, you were standing with me, yeah, weren't you? And the yeah. noise was just immense, the cheering and the chanting all through that game. Yeah. So I don't know whether, do you reckon that had kind of some, like, a G'd the players up when they come out in that second yeah, half? definitely. And to be honest with you, I think it was more than 1,300. Yeah. I think it was a lot more than that, yeah. But, say, brilliant for us. It's great having them behind us, and obviously it's going to give anyone a deep playing in front of yeah. that type of crowd. Yeah. The brilliant, he's singing for 90 minutes. It's just brilliant yeah. to play in. That's when we last played Ramaker at home is when that, that horrible 4-2. Plus 4-2, wasn't yeah, it? Defeat kind of thing. And it was a big crowd, and it was almost as if, you know, they were thriving on sticking one up us, you know, because of the, the fans yeah. there or whatever. And it seemed like back at their place, because there were so many... You know whether because of the, the, the sucker punch with it, as you say, after two 0 they were making comments of playing for pride kind of thing. But it was just a case of, you know, there's a lot of people out there kind of thing, and and a lot of neutrals had come down as well. I think the the, the fact that we, we said this the other week, the fact that we'd won the Royce Cup took a huge. Did you feel that that it took a, a load of pressure off the lads? Yeah, and obviously it's helped us going into bigger games. Yeah, because yeah. if we hadn't have won that game, yeah, it would have yeah. been a case of. You, you, you've potentially got playing on, playing on your mind the fact that you've already been in a, in, a, in a major final of a competition that you've then lost yeah. and the nerves then would kick in thinking well hold on are we going to be a bit more cagey or a bit more defensive in this final because it's it's much more important because it, our, our, where we end up is resting on this what division we're going to be playing in rests on this so I personally think that the winner of the Royce Cup took a massive massive pressure off um, and I think that was epitomised by the fact that they just came out to traps it in the second half. It was a, a fantastic period of nine minutes. Yeah. Did, that's the thing. Did you, did you and guys find that you know playing big profile, high profile games in front of big crowds because you've had it the one week before, and you know there was another couple, and even uh, this playoff semi against Whitchurch was a massive occasion and a massive crowd at the, the DTS. Do you find that kind of the experience of playing that helps you more than you know rather than it being a shock? Yeah, as as, as 
Yeah, Gary said I think the first one's definitely out us mm. playing in front and we and we were nervous no matter whether the lads say they weren't, we wasn't. Yeah. You, you seen from the game we didn't really play well. But both it was, as Gary said it, it, it wasn't a great game. It was nervy, scrappy. We got the goal and that was enough really, but that game's helped us massively yeah. going into time and said momentum. Yeah. We play five games, you broke it down, you win five games, you win two cups and you and you go up. Yeah. And we just took it like that game by game. Yeah. Well I know Simon was speaking to um Ian Templeman for the for the um notes for the programmes for the cup finals and and I know he said he felt the turning point was the chance and the second leg away yeah. um to come back from two nil down with those two goals as late on and then to win that um semi-final on penalties the way that we did gave great confidence and, and momentum for us to move forward and obviously then we had the remaining couple of games and with church and stuff like that so I I personally felt that that was where not that we haven't had momentum all the yeah, way through the season because yeah. we played brilliantly we've yeah. had some fantastic games but because of the 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 importance and the and the the matter in which yeah. the, the manner in which that we we came back in that game was just fantastic. So I, I personally think that's where huge belief and momentum came from in, in that semi-final to, to move us, propel us forward. Definitely. And at nil nil with ten minutes to go, and it's easy saying it now, but we all still believed that yeah. we were going to win that game. Two nil down with yeah. ten minutes to go, we were still in it. And say the rest. Of the do you find that comes from you know a lot of that's engineered by the confidence you get from the likes of Simon and Thomas stuff like that? Because what I was I was still surprised that when we were at the Charlton game and I stood not far from Simon and even with ten minutes ago I was like yeah it's fine still plenty of time yeah, it's it's like like goals. Yeah. And we're like, like oh, we've got ten minutes left and he's like yeah yeah it's fine it's plenty of time to score two goals. He was like that at our time in the Charlton game just keep going. He actually said I don't care if we if it takes us thirty five minutes to score we'll still win the game. They're the words he said. And obviously we got two, yeah. two great goals, and I just knew we were going to win the game from then on. Yeah. So obviously the Ramco game was a bit different because you know literally coming out straight from the blocks of the second half and the second. So I mean, um, Jim McDonald got the first two on 47 and 50 minutes, and he actually got the fans fans at man of the match yeah. as well, yeah. literally because of his dogged displays. And he's kind of coming at a similar time yeah. to you, um, and made just you know as big an impact as you are, kind of thing. Um, I think it's one of those at that time of the season yeah. when it's kind of a fresh impotence. Yeah, it's changed. Sometimes you just need an injection, and I think it was Robbo that said in the changing room before the final on Tuesday. He's like, he's like a bunny. You just like change something yeah. on his back and let him go. He's away. Yeah. But he's been brilliant since he come in. He holds the ball up, great touch, and he's a great lad as well. To be honest, he's yeah. been like like myself. I've come in. I felt like I've been at the club all year. Which is some club to talk, but there's no egos in the team. Yeah, they're all good lads. Okay. We've spoke of this before, haven't we? When we're obviously early on in the season, when we've had like new players like Dave Forbes joining and, yeah. and different players like that, we've always said how well they've always fitted into the group of lads. But for um, obviously, you came in March, which is still towards the end of the season. But obviously, Jamie's come on deadline day, and. Um, I was in the dressing room, obviously after the final you know, on Tuesday night when he was all dancing. Yeah. When when <laughs> Kevin McCallum was throwing those shapes around, at all. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But it's kind of like to actually watch the new lads and Jamie, obviously being one of the newest, fit in. It, they fit in so well, and you're absolutely right. It yeah. does look like these lads have, have been here all yeah. the time, and they, 
the, the, the camaraderie between all of them is like I think that that shows itself on the pitch because yeah. if you don't have that in the dressing room, you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to create and and, and, yeah. and play well together as a unit, are you on the field? As I say, there's not one ego in the dressing room. And if you go down to ten and nine men, it's not ability that gets you through games like that. You've got to work hard. Yeah. And if you're not close in the dressing room, you don't get through games like that on Tuesday. And that's as simple yeah. as that. That's as simple. All right. So the final goal was Matty Williams. An absolute scream oh, from about what 40 45 yards. What a goal! Yeah, not for you know, if not easily the goal of the season Definitely. as well. Yeah, um, the video is knocking about to that. <clears throat> I think it's more of the reaction from the crowd than everyone just in wonder, wonder of it. And he got the opponent's man of the match as well, so um, you know, good good on him kind of thing. Uh, Kevin McCallum got the rocket man of the match for his usual midfield yeah. display, um, quite deserved. Um, but going back to, to you guys and, and the defense, it felt like not so much with the scoreline or whatever but there wasn't a great deal of shots on target there wasn't that much a great deal of defending to do apart from the odd set piece and stuff like that yeah definitely as I wouldn't say it felt easy that's the wrong thing to say yeah. second half but how quickly we got the goals I think Wesso and Danny were brilliant in that game they got the red on everything and it just felt like we, as you say it felt like we had nothing to do yeah. we weren't we weren't creating they weren't I think the defence has been really um, assured in the last few games. Yeah. Um, you know, when you think we played the way at St. Helens and conceded like two stupid goals, yeah, two and then we goals. play it home to Cheadle and concede two stupid goals. Since then, I think the defence has been yeah. really comfortable and yeah. really assured at all. I, I don't know what it is. It's, it, you know, and I think that was proven in the final the other day where, you know, we're playing, what, 48 minutes or whatever, the whole second half and a couple of minutes from the first half with 10 men, never mind a few minutes with nine men, but against a Premier Division side who've, who've let, not forget, have put seven goals past Runcorn Town, one away at Bootle, come from behind to one away at Bootle. So we're playing a Premier Division side with 10 men. And they were fortunate with that goal, I thought, that yeah. the equaliser on 82 minutes. So I just think that highlights how how jogged and, and assured our defence has been for the last last stages of this season. And um, I think a lot of that's got to go down to Tom. Tom, he works shape all the time, yeah. training shape, shape, shape. He, he knows it pauses sometimes, he, say, he says himself, but it's got to be done. Yeah. In, that for games like that, it's yeah, actually it games like that. We've done it all season, and the last game of the season, that's you can just see how good it worked. Mm, yeah, it just didn't. It didn't look like they were going to score. No, no, really. you know, we set up in the shape what some of the lads have been telling us to do, and I thought we were comfortable yeah. even with ten men. But we've got to talk about Massey's goal because yeah, it's, what it's weird. Because obviously, <laughs> when you see the video of it, and and. I, I, I can, I, we were obviously watching it yeah. in real time, weren't we? And it looked as though when the ball got played to him, it looked like, oh my word, their defence has pulled all out of position. Yeah. He can break here. And then he kind of like stood on the ball or, or, or misplaced his foot, yeah. didn't he? And there was a few, you could hear it on the video, there's like a few, oh, yeah. a few like groans, still like, oh, we've missed the opportunity now because he's kind of like fumbled it on the ball. And then to just fire that like lobby yeah. was just immense. It was like slow motion. Watching that ball just dip over the goal, it was just like an absolutely tremendous goal. Tremendous goal. If that had been like in a Premier League match, 
Like Gary Lineker would be waxing lyrical and match the day. Absolutely. I mean, you, you wonder. It, it kind of capped a good performance off for him as well. Uh, he's just, been really. We've said this in the last few weeks. He's been mega consistent in his last four or five games, Matty, and at a major forum because yeah. it's really shown his, his his quality and his and his worth and, and what he can actually do. I think that again, that's just down to get him playing games. Yeah. He's playing ninety minutes every week now. I think when I when I first come in, Matty was he was in the team. He was out. He was yeah. in and out. So it's just down to him being sharp. And yeah. he's a great player. Definitely yeah. brilliant, and it just shows now that he's playing 90 minutes every weekend. Well, not not every game he's playing 90 minutes. Yeah, well, yeah, but yeah, well, it's great because you wouldn't have thought um, you wouldn't have thought that he would have scored a better goal than the one he scored in about the 93rd minute at home against Dortmund yes. when we won yeah. one 0 It's just like an <laughs> yeah. absolute scream of a goal. Uh, yeah. But um, that one against yeah. England, just by far, is just if that doesn't get goal of the season, yeah. something, something it's wrong. Uh, it's going to uh, take some topping to beat that. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, okay, so obviously the result means we're promoted to um, the Premier Division. Now, we were going to do a little piece on who we're going to be facing next season, but it's actually not fully ratified by the FA. They've got to decide with all the league changes that are coming next year, and there's different situations with different clubs and divisions above that might be getting relegated twice instead of you know just coming down to us. So. Um, we'll know more soon and definitely before you know obviously when the new fi- fixtures come on and the uh, the new fixtures come out so uh, you know we'll get more information on that um, right so with promotion in the bag we descended on Fleetwood Town for the Macron Cup final on Tuesday night and an absolute dogged display again we battled for 120 minutes most of which were with 10 men um, and 5 of it or so with 9 to beat Von Oxford Town on penalties to complete a historic treble um, it's one of the things you could feel it's almost like you could feel the relief on and off the pitch as well as the joy when that final penalty well, it was the one that they'd missed that meant that we'd won and it was almost like an impossible dream of the treble travel had been realised yeah well I'll get it out there myself <laughs> I felt more relieved than anyone with missing me pen <laughs> So, uh, yeah. In fairness, you did score a chat. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, uh, yeah. I think, I think that went against me, to be honest. I think they've seen it in the videos on Twitter. But I'm going to say that anyway to, <laughs> to make myself feel a little bit better. Yeah, but, yeah. I've got confidence in Long. I've played with him over Sunday for years, and I'm always a great keeper. And obviously, he got me out of it. Sticky situation there with three saves. <laughs> it was weird watching it though, wasn't it? Because you yeah. think you think their first penny saves it, and then you're like. Obviously, we're going to score our second one, yeah. and then Wezo missed, and then they, he saves their second one again, yeah. and then you missed, yeah. and then well, not missed, it was <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Give you the yeah. benefit of yeah. the yeah. Yeah. Not like you put it over, <laughs> yeah. well saved. But, but each time you think, oh my word, he's just saved. As long as yeah. he's just saved here, we've got great opportunity to get ahead in this penalty shootout. It was just a, a nervy exciting penalty shootouts it was brilliant because, because it always seems to be a case with penalties that it's always the later ones that you kind of miss you know when the pressure's really yeah. on and stuff like but it was the opposite way with yeah. this one after getting the first one and then we'd missed two it was like oh god what if they yeah. score all theirs yeah. and come back but it was as I say you know a, a massive amount of credit to Longy and yet again we're talking about penalty shootout where he saves penalties and it, we'll, we'll, put, we'll take the credit for that because early in the season we berated him yeah. for not saving any penalties <laughs> and, we've influenced and it, him we have so uh, you know credit to him on that one and um but also, yeah. you need to give we need to give credit to John Connolly here because John obviously has had a fantastic season. His goal scored and record has been yeah. immense. 
in his goals to game ratio and obviously he was taking all the penalties wasn't he until he missed that one yeah. was it against Whitchurch wasn't it yeah. Whitchurch yeah um, and then obviously there must have been a shift with who was going to take the penalties because obviously then Matty took the penalty yeah. Yeah. against Van Arsic in the yeah. 13th minute so for John to come up as a penalty taker he took our final pen so for him to come up in that situation thinking right okay he, he, the pressure must have been on him yeah yeah because if he'd have missed and they'd have scored, we'd have lost the cup. Yeah. So for him to have come up, knowing that he'd previously been taking all the pens, missed that one against Whitchurch, clearly a discussions took place for him to relinquish the penalties then because Matty's then took it in the game. You know, shows great um, strength, I think, for him to, to have scored. It was a great penalty as well. Yeah, yeah. I was just about to say, I think it was the best penalty out a lot. Yeah. Well, he said to me, actually, um, on the night, he said, um, he said when he was running up, he couldn't tell the goal. He didn't move. He said, and he was panicking because yeah. he was like, the goal. He's not kind of giving me an influence where he's going to move to. So he just struck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you noticed as well? He's been sharing it. Just that penalty yeah. of his yeah, own yeah. on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. You got to look. Yeah, you got to look. So okay. when you're in a situation like that, so we've gone one the lot. We'll talk about you know Matty Williams has got himself sent off. He's lashed out. At, you know his head. He admitted after the game his head went kind of thing. They just kicked out, got a straight red, and then obviously Kevin McAllen's gone as well. Yeah. Just before when you're in the centre circle or you're all together after the game, you've just done 120 minutes. What's the, the the feeling on an occasion like that where you're thinking right, okay, our current penalty taker has been sent off. Yeah. Um, one of the guys who's taken a penalty and, and missed actually against Charlton has gone as well, and you start thinking right, there's you know who. Is it a case of everyone's like, yeah, I'll, I'll do it, boss? Or is it, do you get? Is it a tendency to shy away? I don't think you can shy shy away, especially especially with nine men. There's yeah. not many to choose from. Mm. It's just, I think it was a case of Simon going round everyone individually, asking, how do you feel about taking one, yeah. or do you fancy taking one, and then you just pick pick the five from there. Yeah. Obviously, where's all where's all stepping up? Yeah. He's a yeah. centre. He's a centre. Yeah. It's not easy, you know, in front of that many people. Good on him, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cool. Definitely. Okay. So, yeah. So, we'll, we'll talk about the sendings off. So, Matty's one. Um, as I just said, yeah, he, he admitted later on that his head went. It was kind of he'd been tackled. He literally jumped straight up, ran after. And at the time when I was watching it, I thought that's that's a strong yellow. No more than that. The red come out, and I was you know fuming. But then I watched the video afterwards, and I thought about it. In this case, of letters of the law, kind yeah. of thing. He's lashed out, hasn't he? He's just took a, tried to take a kick out of it. But when you see that video, you can clearly you can clearly see what was on his mind. Yeah. And the, the referee was right next to yeah. him as well, wasn't yeah. he? And he watched him run straight at him, so he, he knew the intent was there. Yeah, I, th- I think he had a little pop at the referee a second or two before that, which didn't help him, you know what I mean? Right, and then okay. he's he kind of like, he ran into But as I say, he's been brilliant for us, and yeah. luckily enough, it didn't cost us. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think, and then uh, one of the things that, that struck me after that was the fact that, okay, you know, we had half time where Simon probably, if it had come just after half time, it might have been a little bit more difficult for Simon shouting instructions, yeah. whereas at half-time, in case you're right, you know, reorder, get yourselves up. But it did seem like everyone behind the ball, and there was a lot more... Um, it, it probably wasn't as more attacking-minded or as free-flowing-minded kind of thing, but it seemed a lot more regimented, as in, we're not going to let you go past. Yeah. And that was how it stayed, obviously, until until the 82nd minute. Yeah, again, Simon and Tom and Donny, they were, we were still quite calm, even with some men in the dressing room, just... Do what we've done all season, keep your shape, move them across, and 
To be honest, I, I still think we created a lot of chances with ten men and even nine. Which, I think we yeah. did more in the extra time yeah. than we yeah. did in the yeah. Again, and again, that's I know we touched on it before. That's fitness, yeah. nothing else. Yeah. We, we just look fitter on them. Well, it's weird because you, you, we were in the executive lounge, weren't we? And you said to Paul Mann, and it, it's almost like, in a way, the sending off doesn't really affect us because it wasn't one of the defenders. Yeah. So it's kind of we can just drop back and yeah. cover the defence. Whereas if it, one of the central defenders had been sent off, then it. It messes your whole yeah. defensive yeah. situation up, yeah. doesn't it? And you've got to pull them people back into a position that isn't really their yeah. position. I mean, one of the things I noticed as well late on is uh, Daly had come on and Elliot has come on. And it, it kind of, well, would have been a 4 5 1, but it was 4 4 1 after, uh, before this was before Kev come up. And it was actually John Connolly that was playing up front. On us for, for a lot of the time, yeah. and the two forwards were actually sitting in the four midfield. And I thought, if anything, it was quite a smart move because when you break, you've got the they've got the, the energy because they've only just come on, and then it's a three pronged attack as such. Yeah. Instead of somebody being up front and then the midfielders getting knackered because they've been on for so long in a, an intense game. And I think they were utilising um, John Conley's skill and tricking the yeah. way, because obviously. Obviously, we were kind of playing on a counter-attacking yeah. basis because of the fact that we were down to nine men. Yeah. So clearly, you are going to pack everybody back. But um, so when that ball did go forward, you've got John holding it up with his cle- clever little like stepovers yeah. and trickery to enable the space and the time for the likes of Elliot and Daly and um, Joe Camozzi on the wing and stuff like that to mm. come running up. I mean, because we had a few good chances. Elliot had a really good chance. I mean, he took a shot where everybody was kind of like, oh, you would have been better playing it daily. But um, there was a few good opportunities yeah. there with nine men in the extra time. And I mean, talking about performances and stuff like that, and even we're going down to nine men or whatever. So the um, fans' man of the match was voted was Longy, yeah. which you know a lot down to his heroics in, in the penalty shootouts as, as well as how we played all game. I, f- I thought, I thought, Wesley and Danny, I thought Danny especially was yeah. brilliant. He got his head on everything, which in a game like that, where you're under pressure for yeah. long periods of time with 10 men, you need big, strong centre half, yeah. and the two of them are brilliant. I can remember at one point the ball coming over, um, it would have been the first half, and um, Danny had got up over their defence, uh, over their attack, and headed it, and literally had gone like 30, 40 yards yeah. away, and literally behind him was Wezzo literally screaming come on yeah, kind of yeah. thing because he was made up for his mate getting it away kind mm. of thing it was almost like that brotherness so, uh, you yeah. know but uh, you know fantastic um, did you find obviously talking about the ground and the, the occasion and stuff like that so the attendance was uh, registered at 749 um, but with being in a football league ground because obviously it was the biggest Ground, or should we say the highest level ground that us as a club had played at? Um, you guys were there earlier, you spent a lot of time on the pitch before, and the trophy was there, and things like that. Did, did you feel any kind of not overwhelmed, but um, did any nerves come from the fact that it was a, at a big stadium? I think it was more excitement when we got there. We knew what we were expecting, and it was a great setup. As soon as we got there, we just what we just wanted to get on the pitch and play. Yeah. And obviously, with no one being there, when we got in and come out in the wall, I couldn't believe mm. how many fans and how loud it was when we come in the warm-up. I think it took us about ten minutes in the in the warm-up for all the lights to switch on because we just it's probably a bit unprofessional. We're, we're all looking around, we're looking at the crowd. And you just can't believe how much the club stuck off. To be honest, in twelve months. Yeah. It is weird, isn't it? For yeah. Step six. It, step six. It's, it's ridiculous. It, it shouldn't be happening. Obviously, we're all made up. It is, and 
so it just takes some getting used to yeah. it yeah I mean we, we talked about it months and months ago the fact that you know when the, cre- the, 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 the club is created so there's a plan to obviously clearly move up the divisions and uh, you know and things like that but it's about what's off the pitch and there's been so many comments in the last couple of weeks about City Liverpool bringing people's um, football mojo back and they're yeah. enjoying the I've, game I've and seen stuff a lot like of tweets about that yeah and it, it's almost as if on a playing style we can only move one division per season obviously that's yeah. how it is but off the pitch it's almost like we've moved four, five, six divisions yeah. in a matter of months and certainly in the last couple of months because even um, Tuesday night there was a lot of people saying that that was their first ever game yeah. and to make a trip up to Fleetwood just for you know for a game you'd ne- a club you've never been to is, is a big statement in itself. But when you think we were the 80th best supported team in the whole of the non-league pyramid and there's what 72 teams in the National League yeah. in the Premier yeah. and the North and South so I mean that highlights where our level of support then that, that, that's before um, Rush final and, and yeah. Lacan final and playoff final really so we, that's the level of our support yeah. not only it's that well, m- most of the teams in that National League they're ex-football league clubs yeah. Yeah. You like so they've had yeah. that for yeah. years and yeah. years to build, to yeah. build that yeah. up so, you know. I think also as well um, what, what we need to um, highlight as well is not only obviously the winning the Macron Cup absolutely fantastic amazing superb all of these superlatives that you can use not only does it mean that we've won a treble in the first season but it, it, it it's kind of gone do you know what we were promoted three days earlier and we've just beaten a Premier Division side mm-hmm. in, a cup, in a cup final with nine men mm-hmm. so it's it's it, that that in and of itself, regardless of what it does in the fact that yeah. it's a third trophy, it, 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 it bodes well to go, do you know what? What is there for our team to fear in a Premier Division? Yeah. It's not like you're kind of like, oh, well, let's just cement ourselves in Premier yeah. League for a couple of seasons to so make sure that we don't get relegated back down. It's kind of, oh, God, we can clear. We've beaten two Premier Division sides, Hadley Town in the Cup and Barn Aldrich. Okay, we got beat by AFC in a game that we should have yeah. easily come away with a bit of a victory. But I think that in and of itself just bodes well to go. Do you know what? We can look forward to challenging for the title yeah. next year, yeah. challenging for promotion next year. It's not we're not going in there to make the numbers up. No, no, we're certainly not. As I think Simon, he's shrewd. You know what I mean? I think he's Simon plays this year, thinking about next year. Yeah. I, I, I honestly don't believe he needs to make many changes. We've got, I say, I played. 18 months in that league with Leeds, we were up there challenging. I think we got a better side, a better squad than Leeds. He's getting a new left back in, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, sorry to break it to you. Yeah. Just, that was uh, a bit of club news just, we forgot yeah, before. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so go over to you then. So, um, obviously, our guest this week is a relative newcomer to City Liverpool but in that short space of time you've had a massive impact on the team as the last couple of games have clearly shown um, you made your debut coming on as a sub in that 5-0 league win over Chatterton on March 4th and you've started nearly all the games pretty much we've played since then um, so first things first we're, obviously we always ask is how did it come about that you joined us because you joined quite late compared yeah, to everybody else um, funnily enough I, I was actually playing against most of the lads for City of Liverpool of a Sunday the Camfield lads Matty, Kev, Wesley yeah. um, and Simon was at the game so I, I always think back to that if Simon didn't go to that game you know that's ever yeah. doesn't happen for me so little things like that so I've got a lot to thank 
obviously in for and as soon as I got the phone call I spoke to Longy because I knew Longy through the football over Sunday for years and he said great club good, all good lads and obviously the fans so I thought why not Quite a, quite a simple one really yeah. isn't it because a lot of no brainer a lot of the guys earlier on the season talked about certainly the guys who come from Runcorn Town and stuff like that it was kind of they were trying to sell an idea but you've probably come at that same same as like Forbes before yeah. like Jamie Mack and that came along where the, the product was there kind of thing the club was there you know in, enticing you and there was yeah. no need to, to prove anything to you and as I say that, that's where they've been quite lucky in the sense where all the hard work had already been done. I've, I've, come, I've come into a brilliant team that, that, that are doing well up there in the league, still in cups. So I, I have been quite fortunate. Yeah. So, I mean, that thing, as you say, so you've played at levels much higher, kind of thing. Obviously, you've used to play for Prescott Cables, um, you've played for Chorley and, and, and Camel Lairds and stuff like that. Um, one, one, one bit that I found out is you were playing in the Camel Laird side in a, in a game in September 2015, and it was 4-4 results against AFC <laughs> Liverpool. And uh, left on the bench for AFC Liverpool was a certain Alan Weston yeah. as well. As I said before, I don't think Wes always... Shoved to say the least with uh, being on the bench that it was a mental game I remember it I, I think it swung both ways I, yeah. the scoreline suggests 1-0 1-1 yeah. it was just a crazy game was it just Prescott Cables you played more recently it was Lades oh sorry yeah, yeah. it was Camel Lades when they, they, they reformed they had to yeah. change the name when he got yeah. relegated and obviously both the same type of setup yeah. that was just done I got promoted from the first division with Lades into the Premier Division and then Obviously, I don't know what, I just stopped, I just stopped playing it that year. Something happened at, at, the, at, at the club Lairds and I just started playing for Lower Breath on a Saturday until obviously I got the call off Simon and, and enjoying it. And the rest is history. But obviously yeah. the, the experience that you've got at playing at level and as I said, of challenging at the top, yeah. you know, you can count on for next season kind of thing. And, and, and I suppose sometimes it's maybe not daunting is the right way, but when you're playing at a new higher level and stuff like that, you know, not sure what to expect. But when you and a lot of the guys, because most of the squad have all played at a higher level yeah. as well. As, as I say, that's down to the coaches and Simon as well. I said before, he's, he's signing players, not thinking about getting out of that league. Mm. He's thinking about next year in the Premier Division and the Evo stickers. Yeah, we've yeah. got the team there. One or two additions, we, we can go and win that. Yeah, definitely. We can certainly challenge it. I was going to ask you, obviously you came on as sub in that Chadderton game when we won 5-0. Yeah. What was your, that's your first taste then of City of Liverpool football and um, life. How, how, did, how did that make you feel? What was that like? Um, like um, playing in front of that crowd and, and that level of performance. How did that make you feel? I'd say it was a strange one because I've played in them leagues for years and I've never known nothing like it. So my first game was getting used to it and adjusting and it's just brilliant. Because your first full debut, I think, was the Silverstone away cup game. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, in the cup. And that was Elliot's debut as yeah. well because Elliot scored in that game. Yeah. As I say, it's um, it's exciting if you can't if you can't get up for a, a game playing in front of that many people. You, you just shouldn't be playing football. Certainly with it being an away yeah, game yeah, as well. As I say, yeah, I don't my understand the, the the following and the social everything around the club that's going on at the minute. But we're getting two and three hundred away, yeah, yeah, easy. Which it's just unbelievable support yeah. for the level we're playing at. And that's something that obviously next season that um, we entirely expect. 
you know, we're going to get, and if not, we're going to get more because all, all week it's been a case of people saying Tuesday night was the first ever game and they're going to yeah. be coming to more. And uh, I mean, there was one comment of somebody who'd been to Tuesday night was the first. Oh no, they hadn't even been to any games and they're already talking about getting a season ticket next year yeah. because they want to get involved and they want to see what's going on and stuff like that. But obviously, we're going to be coming to to Premier Division teams who have known our existence for 12 months or whatever and still getting a lot less crowds than us and it'll be a case of you know we're bringing that support to them so it's a case of you know and also what you need to look at is there's that many teams in the Premier Division that is going to be like local within there's a lot of that there's there's kind of the two Runcorn sides there's Barnton there's Northwich Victoria if they get relegated there's Witness um, AFC, AFC Liverpool, Liverpool. There's, there's, there's loads China. of big games. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, whereas we've been doing a lot of travelling, we've been travelling to the likes of Carlisle yeah. and places like that. The distances for next season is nowhere near as, yeah. as, as much, and there's, there's much more. There's, there's many more opponents within the local vicinity, uh, vicinity yeah. to, to travel to, so it's going to be much more exciting, I think. Mm, and, they, and, be and because of that, because of that um, less travelling time, I think there's going to be much more fans going yeah. to these games, supporting yeah. us. Yeah, definitely. It should be, uh, be like when we're having home, more home games away yeah. than, than anything. <laughs> Plus, it's going to be a bit weird when we're playing away at Bootle. And yeah. you guys are using the away dressing room, and we yeah, don't have to clean the dressing room afterwards and stuff like that. That's it. Maybe a little bit, uh, a bit weird that one. Um, so we're now into the summer break after uh, the season's over. What is life like for you and the lads? Is it a case of right, you know, forget about the footy, you know, relax, eat what you want, drink what you want, um, if you didn't already beforehand, um, and just kind of play loose until pre-season starts then get the fitness back or is it a case of you, you, you kind of what's the right way of putting it um, self-disciplined in the case of you know keep running and, and I think you've just got to you've got to help yourself out really I, lads are different lads will have different regimes and things like that but we know we're going to get grilled really it's going to be grilling pre-season and we need it so if you don't do your own bit if you don't get out and look after yourself it's going to be harder for yourself when pre-season yeah. starts and obviously because the traditional thing obviously you weren't with City Liverpool for pre-season this, this season but the traditional thing is it's entirely fitness based yeah. to begin with and getting everyone back and as we were just commenting before the fact that our, what seemed to be telling this season was our fitness was a lot better than opposition and that's why we were so effective at the end of a game so it's maintaining that if not increasing it as well isn't it yeah, so pre-season's massive all the lads have got to stick together get fit and it's towards the end of the business end of the season when you're winning things and going for leagues, so you've got to be fit. You need, you need 20 players fit in the squad, ready to go and win things. Yeah, absolutely. But also, as well as that, next season, we should be in the FA Cup. Yes. Obviously, we'll want a better crack at the FA Vars. Yeah. Uh, we'll be defending the Macron Cup. Yeah. Going for promotion from the Premier Division. So there's all these like other little things that we facets yeah. to, to the, to the yeah. season isn't it that we can actually seriously challenge because yeah. that's the thing so obviously at the start of the season the cups were pretty we want to have a better way where we're, we're, we're kind of a side to the league the, the league was absolutely be all and end all and, and you know that's brought through fortuitous we'd get you know win of the playoff final kind of thing but now it's a case of there's more to it because well hang on this, this yeah. is, our name's already on it we want to put it on again kind of thing yeah definitely as, as I say as far as six weeks ago I'll be honest with you, Simon, he couldn't, he couldn't care less about the Cups. It, it was just literally with the backing we've got, 
he was on the, he was on the pressure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Us as players, you know, we had to get out this league this year with the following. We've got him where we want to go. We had to go up this year. Yeah. It was massive. Well, what, a couple of months ago, probably actually before you came, you joined City Liverpool, we had Simon on the on the and I asked him, you know, what are the four options. Um, we're, we're just in it for, for the love of the game. Um, win the chap title and lose both cups. Uh, come second and win one cup, or win in the playoffs and win both cups. Yeah. Which was the option? And he said, obviously, right off in it for the fun kind of thing. So he said, it's about winning, getting promoted, winning the league, straight off, end off. Yeah. That's all I'm interested in. So we put it on Twitter. Somebody commented it on the last week as well on Twitter. And we put it out to the fans, and, and pretty much 49% of people said, no, no, we want two cup final wins yeah. and we want a playoff final win. It's all about trophies and we want the big cup final occasions. And it ultimately, Simon's delivered it. Yeah. Maybe indirectly because yeah. he wanted the, you know, the title or whatever. But I say it's worked out perfect going up in the playoffs, yeah. winning three, three, three um, trophies. But <coughs> it's about the league. Yeah. He said, he said that in the changes, look, the cups are for you mm. and the fans. Are, you're going to enjoy that. For us, it's about going up and winning leagues. Yeah. You're getting eight, nine, nine hundred people, a thousand. You've got to go up. You, you've got to keep progressing. Yeah. You, you can't stay in the same league yeah. with that type of support. You've got to knuckle down and yeah. get out these leagues. Because I think we can play higher again than the Premier Division. Yeah. I've played in the Evos, the, the uni ones. We've got players that could easily play in that league. Mm. And he's, and we've got athlete. players who have, haven't we? Yeah, we've got, yeah, we've got, got players, players who have yeah. at that level. So that's where we want to be. Fantastic. So one one question just comes up then, and it was, it was mentioned this last week. Have we done the treble, or have we won promotion and two cups? We've won the treble because we got a trophy. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, that's what I'm going with yeah. as well. Just to, just to clarify that. <laughs> okay. No one's taking that off us. I think so. It's all about you know that. I can imagine a bit like the first day of pre-season training. It'd be like the first day of school again, and it. Yeah. You know, you, you'd be made up to see all your mates and stuff like that. Being a little bit right. You know, the, this is where the hard hard work starts, and you got to knuckle down. Yeah. Ready for. As I say, you'd have to be you'd have to be something wrong with you if you like pre-season because it's it's hard work. You probably won't see a ball for three weeks. You know, but it's got to be done. It's not the nicest part yeah. of the season, but as you said, we've just won three cups. It, it does work. Yeah. It, yeah, it's got to be done. And yeah. especially when you think beginning of the season, you're back to Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, aren't you? Yeah. So that's yes, where the yeah. fitness and everything comes yeah, back. And in. the squad size yeah, exactly. and, and everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think what what we were talking before is it something like about four weeks, three, four weeks that Simon's given you off before. He, I'm, I don't know exactly. I know it's definitely no more than four weeks. Yeah. With um, games coming up in July. So the pre-season fixtures haven't been announced yet um, They haven't all been finalised, should I say um, But we're probably looking around 1st of July as the first, yeah, first so, game so I, should, I reckon Simon and the lads would want to get easily two or three sessions in before then yeah. Obviously new oh, yeah. players and, yeah. uh, and stuff like that So yeah, I reckon no more than four weeks Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if either we're getting... Um, a lot of pleas from uh, Perps fans to come and watch the trading sessions because they missed that, missed it that much. Either that or that first pre-season friendly, we might get an attendance of a thousand because everyone's just desperate to get back to the football. By, though, you know, yeah. Those oh yeah, be yeah. yeah it'd fly by a lot more for you guys yeah. than it will for us. <laughs> sat on the sat on the touchline. Okay, brilliant. Right, so it's time to see if you guys can beat the question that I set earlier. On it, yeah. Now. 
I'll give you a little bit of a clue. I think you've nearly already answered one of them. Yeah. With, with what you were talking about before. I think Gary reached for his piece of paper just as you were talking. <laughs> yeah, well done, I mean, I've already written them down before you <laughs> Okay, so the question again is since the 2000-2001 season, how many clubs have won the North West Counties Football League Premier Division and so been promoted out of it? But have since been relegated back down and now currently find themselves back in there. So if it's a team that's been promoted, relegated, been promoted again, I don't want to know then. Okay, it's just the ones that are currently, currently here, in the Premier Division, excluding relegation, promotion yeah. at the end of the season. We've just finished. I'm glad to see you've taken on board the fact that you're now explaining the questions. Yeah, yeah, no, it's you need an explanation. Nobody the, else does. You need you an have been in the previous. <laughs> Okay, yeah, because obviously relegation promotion won't get ratified by the FA for another couple of weeks or so, we presume. So, we normally let our guests go yeah. first. The only one I could think off the top of me, I'm not sure about Laird, but I'm sure Newmills went up into the Eagles didn't come back down. He did. Correct. Yeah. Newmills got promoted yeah. in 2010, 2011 and were relegated last season. Um, so it actually means they've been back-to-back relegations because yeah. they've just got yeah. relegated again. Okay. N- Nelson? No. No. Lids. Yes. Camelids got promoted in 05 06, but they, as they explained, they resigned, yeah. reformed as a new club in May 2014, so, you know, we've worked back yeah. again. Could think of any others. Okay. How many of you got any more? Paddyum. Paddyum. Correct. You look at that smug face. I love it. I love it. just them three. They were promoted in 2012, 2013, and relegated two seasons later. And yeah, I love that way you show your paper just to prove it's like being on countdown, isn't it? Um, and correct, yesterday's just those yeah. three. I think the next team you got to go back to being promoted um, was Atherton United, is it? Atherton Town, who were in the Premier. Alfred and Ashton. 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 No, United. Norton United. Ashton United. Ashton United. They were promoted in about 1990 yeah. or something like that. And the that, likes so. of um, Glossop and Newcastle Town and Cone and all that. They've all gone straight up. FC United. And Norton United went for yeah. so. Yeah. So well done. Quite, quite <laughs> impressed. Not often our guests get all the, get most of the answers. I'm happy either. with two. Yeah. Hold on, he did play for one of the yeah. teams. Well, yeah, we well. should have a bit of inside the knowledge. <laughs> I wasn't sure on that either. <laughs> yeah. That's all he is. That's the club you were playing for. I hope it's James not listening. Okay, so that's it for this week. Uh, thanks to Gary. Cheers, thank you. All right, uh, and of course, thanks to our guest, Fanny. Pleasure, mate. Thank nice. you for coming on. Brilliant, mate. Um, enjoy your well-earned rest. Yeah. Um, have you stopped sleeping with your medals around your neck yet? Or, uh... No, they're still on me. Um... <laughs> Still on me, Charlie. You don't even get a ribbon with them, do you? No, they're just like a round metal in a box. The three of them, exact same. Should we go around and get purple ribbons made for them or something like that? That's one thing I forgot to say. The third trophy uh, from the other night, we don't get to keep, do we? Because the trophy's too valuable. Yeah. You know, how much would it it, it cost us to to get a replica made? I don't think we actually get to keep any of them. No, but they all. give them back after a year, isn't it? Yeah, they've got to go back after a certain time, but the other one is so valuable. Yeah. 100 years old. We found out in the changes after the game. The trophy, it was insured for two and a half yeah, grand, yeah. and we're giving it to the fans. Yeah. All the fans are running around with it. I heard it was 40 grand. Yeah. It's 100 years old. It, yeah. This is what we're, we're getting. But in the, the best thing is, is we're not allowed to keep it, we had to give it back, yeah. but not until a vote Labour sticker had been plastered over it. Yeah, I've seen. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
Anyway, Peter Martin was slowly peeling that off <laughs> in, front of the, in front of Paul Lawler, the, the lynching. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the action may be over on the pitch, but there'll be tons more going on behind the scenes at the club over the summer. So, as usual, keep an eye on social media for details of the pre-season fixtures when they're obviously all fully confirmed. Um, probably going to be in about a month's time, Chairman, I was saying yesterday. Um, we've got the awards evening that will be getting announced shortly as, as soon as the date and venue's booked. Um, not to mention obviously any new merchandise that will be coming out and the, new, the kit launch for that new gold away strip yep. there is gold not yellow yep. um, don't forget a club like ours is only run with the help of volunteers behind the scenes so from the Gateman programme seller Golden Goal sellers on match days the guys doing the match day commentary creating the podcast the programmes and you know even like the social media artwork up to Chairmau Fairmau and I was going to say Peter Mau. Peter, no, Peter Manning and, and Gary Mao. Um, we all do it, you know, for the love of the club. So if you feel like you've got a bit of spare time and you'd like to help the club, um, obviously if you can commit to home, you know, yeah. match days and there's lots. <laughs> 90% of it goes on a mass days but even if you feel like you can do a little bit during we the week we can always do with more volunteers more stewards more people who um, possibly somebody that's a good uh, photographer who, who's going to come to every home game and, and be able to do things like that um, people who um, you know hospitality sometimes needs help man in the man in the turnstiles because sometimes when we have to open the second one Paul Manning yeah. jumps in um, program sellers just merchandise sellers any, any, we, regardless of what it is we, we, we're always on the lookout for volunteers but we don't want volunteers to just drop in and drop out and, and do it as and when they feel like doing it um, we don't want people who are half-hearted who, who say they're going to do stuff and not do it at all we want people who are going to commit and be there at every home game I mean even like ball chasing and you know just things like that There's, like the amount of times balls get knocked out the ground and it's yeah. just and there's Owen like running around like a blue arse fly trying yeah. to get them Wait, so it's, it's if exactly yeah so it's just um, if, you, if you're going to come to the home games and you're committed to come to all the home games and you, and you want to be part of the volunteer and staff then you know get in touch yeah, yeah. and it's free entry if you're a volunteer as well so oh, yeah. 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 yeah say that quite quietly otherwise we'll have about a thousand volunteers <laughs> we'll have a thousand ball chasers yeah. who are offering to collect the balls from inside the clubhouse because um, there's a fortune in the yellow in the yellow bibs <laughs> yeah yeah every fan is wearing a yellow <laughs> yellow bib um, I mean even stuff like the, you know the podcast if you want to come on the, the show and help present it and, and help put it together and stuff like that you know anything like that um you know, if you feel like you've got a bit of spare time, just get in touch with the club on Twitter or Facebook or, or us on um, on Twitter. Um, and imagine how much more the Pips can do to help worthy causes exactly. as well as bringing back the football mojo to more and more people if, if you guys get involved as well. You know, this season we've all let the love of footy back into our lives and it is absolutely boss. Um, we've all, you know, pretty much made the change to non-league footy and we've loved it. And this season, you know, could never have been what it was without the fans, without the supporters. So, you know, that, that treble... And obviously you as well, Gary. That um, you know that travel is as much down to you guys as it is the players. You know, so absolutely thank you on behalf of everyone with the club, all the other fans and Definitely. stuff like that. And you know, let's hit next season hard and, and do it all again. So seeing us out for our final show of the season is cast with fine time. Um, so that was that our first season as a playing club, and I don't think we did too bad, did we? No. Thanks for listening. See you next season. You gotta let it out
If you wanna let it in, gotta let it in, you're gonna love it in. And make it all begin. You gotta let the fight time, pick the right time, and make a change. Cause it's a fight time, pick the right time, and make a change. So when you're gonna learn that it takes all sorts, don't you think I'd like to be a little drag if you have the same thoughts? Cause you're taking all the good. But you leave me with a bad And if you don't make a change pretty soon There won't be nothing coming back You gotta look for the right time Pick the right time and make a change Cause it's just the right time Pick the right time and make a change I do believe you read the verse Yeah.